from the 27th floor of the Met Square building in beautiful downtown St. Louis, Missouri, home of Joe Besser, one of the uh, original Three Stooges. I think he was Stooge number five or six, which sounds pretty good for St. Louis. This is Michael's Insurance Daily, a daily insurance coverage and bad faith podcast hosted by uh, me, Michael Young, a coverage lawyer uh, in the hometown of Joe Besser. Uh, today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a, a developing story on the uh, Illinois side of the uh, river from uh, St. Louis, and that is Illinois on uh, January 1st of the year uh, became one of the uh, few states to allow uh, folks to legally buy marijuana for recreational use. Uh, currently, not the case in Missouri, at least I don't think so, for recreational use, but uh, according to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, on New Year's Day, by 7 a.m., 700 people were waiting in line at the St. Louis area's only dispensary to buy legally pot for recreational use. Between 4 and 5 p.m. that day, according to the Post-Dispatch, the shop staff began estimating how many of the people were still in line could be served by closing at 9 p.m. I I think... The line was longer than it was for the new aquarium here in St. Louis. The uh, dispensary placed a temporary metal barricade, and those behind it were told they might not be able to make a purchase on Wednesday. They included a man who had ridden his bike from St. Louis. So good luck to him getting back across the bridge. Uh, Some of the people in line decided to stick it out and were rewarded. The barricade was moved back several times as customers moved through the store but around 7 p.m., the line was cut off for the day. It was quite a quite an event over there in uh, in Collinsville. Uh, there's another story from the Post-Dispatch. This one was from January 13, where that dispensary actually had to halt sale of recreational marijuana for one day to replenish the supply. So uh, v- very, very lucrative. I know uh, marijuana uh, claims uh, and the potential for claims has become something of a hot topic uh, on LinkedIn and uh, various conferences across the country. And I think, you, you know, one of the things that we're seeing in, in, in many of these uh, seminars and articles and things posted on LinkedIn, uh, two trends, I think, are becoming very clear. One, uh, the articles are uh, prone to terrible puns, just terrible puns, you know, things like up and smoke, references to, uh, you, you know, puffing and, and so forth, that, that, you know, getting, you know, don't, don't let your legal expenses get too high. I mean, it's just the, the puns are completely out of control. The other thing is, too, is, is I think you have to be very careful in looking at the materials that are put out there because this is such a new area of the law. You have a lot of folks rushing in to sort of, if you will, market uh, that kind of work. And uh, so some folks aren't as, um, I think, sophisticated and knowledgeable as, as, as they, they, they might suggest that they are. Uh, I, I did see, uh, though, and the reason for the podcast today is I wanted to highlight an article uh, that was just put out by uh, Judy Selby over at the uh, Hinshaw and Culberson Law Firm, Commercial Insurance Coverage for Marijuana Businesses. Uh, if you want to read this, I have a link to it in the uh, show notes for this episode. It's really a wonderful article, walks through the legality uh, of the purchase and sale of uh, marijuana in the different states, uh, how it compares to federal law and, and the real relatively uncertainty, um, because I guess supposedly uh, it's technically still illegal under federal law. It's a matter of enforcement. She does a wonderful job of walking through all that. I won't uh, steal her thunder, but I, I will say uh, 
uh, it was really interesting, you know, that she wrote with respect to insurance, quote, amid this uncertainty uh, between the state and federal law, insurance providers must assess the likelihood of federal prosecution in deciding whether to provide coverage to an otherwise state-compliant marijuana-related business. While there is currently no safe harbor from prosecution at the federal level, there have been no reports of federal action taken against any insurance company that provides coverage to state legal marijuana businesses, end quote. Uh, she goes on to uh, uh, discuss, and I thought this was interesting, that uh, I suppose because of this uncertainty, only a limited number of insurers and brokers currently service the recreational marijuana industry. She, uh, Judy writes that approximately 25 of them are surplus lines carriers, of course, uh, uh, surplus line carriers, uh, she indicates here, uh, are insurance companies that protect a financial risk that regular insurance carriers consider too high to take on. Um, Judy indicates that there are a few small admitted insurers in California, though, that perhaps are taking on the risk. I, I think it's a really fascinating area of the law. It's so new, you know, the state versus federal and then what are insurance companies going to do to try to sell and handle the risk of these claims? Uh, very, very interesting area. If, if you, again, you want to take a look at this article, I have a link to it in the show notes, as well as uh, to the uh, post-dispatch stories where you can follow up on what's going over there in, uh, in Collinsville. If you do decide to go over there, uh, you know, be careful if you decide to ride your bike uh, this time of year. They, it gets kind of kind of icy in the winter. So, Uh, Anyway, that's uh, the podcast for today. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.